praise the name of Jesus Christ I want to appreciate God for this uh, opportunity to come once again uh, with you and uh, within the scriptures to take you in the details and even continue from wherever we stopped the other time I am Pastor Dennis Matov, other from Freedom Experience Ministry. My burden is to see that I take you into the experience of God's eternal plan in the New Testament. And within this uh, wonderful teaching series, I'm taking you in the details of this God and His person. We have seen so far that God is the Father and the Son and the Spirit. That we have seen that through the plain words and we are still continuing see this God in plain words in the Bible especially in the New Testament and uh, so far we have, we have reached this is episode 12 and if not you have, if you have not um, covered the previous episodes you might not uh, enjoy where we are now and where we are going so I want to advise you to go back and check the previous episodes so that you may catch up with us and we may flow together in the same spirit, in the name of Jesus. We talked about the other time, recently the triune God, as he was revealed in plain words in the book of Ephesians, and then we said he was, even in the book of, the in the Gospels, we see that he mentioned this wonderful triune God in plain words. And we saw that even from the book of Matthew and John, then we came to Acts, we saw that he is in plain words explained as the in God, God the Father and the Spirit, which is also the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. In the book of Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, we went on to see this wonderful uh, God and his person being the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. We went on to see uh, this trying God as revealed in the book of Ephesians, Previously, in the last episodes, last two episodes, then we also saw that even the Triune God is mentioned in plain words in the book of First Peter and even in the book of Revelation. That's where we stopped the other time. But I want to start from where we stopped, whereby we mentioned of this Spirit of God becoming the sevenfold Spirit in the book of Revelation. So that means we are going to start with the book of Revelation, chapter 1, verses 9 uh, to 11, and, the, and even verses 20. Because it introduces something new, and something that is so profound. And we need to spend enough time there to see that we throw more light, and then we shall go into some of the differences and the arguments that uh, in the church uh, within uh, the church history concerning the Trinity. Praise the name of God. And I want to take some time on that because it's so important that we may see uh, reality and the truth. The Bible says in the book of uh, Revelation chapter 1 verses 9 to 11 it says that here we see that John sees the vision of the Son of Man which is Jesus Christ and it says that I John who also am your brother and a companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ says that was in the island that is called Patmos for the word of God then he says that and for the testimony of Jesus Christ I was in the spirit and on the Lord's day 
and I heard behind me a great voice uh, of the of a trumpet verse 11 saying I am alpha and omega the first and the last who he says that what you see write in the book and send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia and unto Ephesus and unto Simina and unto Pergamos and unto Theatra and unto Sardis and to Philadelphia and unto the church of Laodicea. So we see that he gets the vision of Christ, tells him to write the seven churches. But when you come to verses 20, it says the mystery of the stars which you saw in my right hand. Jesus is now explaining the revelation of what to, to John. He says the mystery of the stars which you saw in my right hand and the seven gold golden candlesticks the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches Jesus himself is interpreting to John what the stars mean mean the seven angels of the seven churches now he goes on to say that and the seven candlesticks which you saw in the seven are the seven churches so Jesus himself went on to show in plain words and in detail concerning the corporate testimony uh, that believers should know and he says that it is as a golden lampstand that has got seven heads it is evident therefore that the divine revelation of the trinity of the Godhead in the holy word even from Genesis throughout revelation it's not just for theology but what we need to know is that just as you see the seven lampstand with one uh, it is branching from one branch uh, one stand it branches to seven same applies and that is the better illustration we can use even to the triune God praise the name of Jesus so we see that uh, in the book of Revelation chapter 1 verse 4 5 says grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is coming from the seven spirits that's where I want to take some time to explain in this episode and from the seven spirits who are before this throne and from Jesus Christ a faithful witness the firstborn of the God of the dead he says the firstborn of the dead hallelujah firstborn of the dead and it says that uh, uh, and to the world of, of the ruler of the ruler of the kings of the earth is God the son now here we see that this is the triune God as God the eternal father was in the past now he is in the present and he is coming in the future he is he was and is to come so as God the spirit he is now being armed as the sevenfold intensified spirit of God is operation. Now, as God the Son is the witness, according to the verses we have just read, he is the witness, the testimony, the expression of God. You cannot know God but by Jesus Christ being the expression. Jesus expresses who God is, Jesus witnesses who God is. Jesus witness and testifies who God the Father is. So the firstborn of the dead for the church, 
a new creation is this Jesus and is the ruler of the kings of the earth for the world still is this Jesus so from such a triune God he says grace and peace imparted into the churches but let me now take some time to speak more about these seven spirits in Revelation 1 4 praise the name of Jesus and this is the spirit of God himself the seven spirit is the spirit of God himself and uh, this spirit of God in operation has become sevenfold because um, he is ranked among the triune God as we are reading verse 4 and verse 5 we see that the spirit of God is ranked is ranked as as the seven the seven spirit of God the seven spirits of God instead of saying the Holy Spirit they said the seven spirit of God after mentioning God the Father in the seven spirit of God and even God the Son so you now know that the seven spirit of God is the spirit of God the seven spirits so remember seven is the number of completion seven typifies completion God in his completeness in his full operation now in God's operation in God's move he appears sevenfold so the seven spirits must be for God's move on earth when God is intensified to move on earth he becomes the seven spirits of God see in substance and in existence remember God's spirit is one cannot say we have seven spirits that's why we have an example of the lampstand that is starting standing as one yet branching into seven you understand so the same applies to God God's spirit is one in the intensified function and in the work of God's operation God's spirit then is sevenfold just like the lampstand in the book of Zechariah chapter 4 verse 2 I want us to read that uh, statement uh, scripture in chapter 4 verses 2 the Bible says that in Zechariah 4 2 and he said unto me what seest thou what do you see I said have looked and behold a candlestick all of gold the bowel upon the top of it and his seven lamps are on and seven pipes the seven lamps which are upon the top thereof when Zechariah interpreted what he saw as a vision he said I've seen a lampstand with its candlestick but it has got seven pipes where those seven pipes is sitting seven candlesticks so these seven candlesticks they are coming from one lampstand it was standing in function there were seven lamps lamps shining upon this one lampstand the same applies to the seven spirits of god when the holy spirit begins to operate will become sevenfold in his completeness praise the name of jesus so in matthew 28 verse 19 you see that the sequence of the triune god is the father the son the spirit but when we come to Revelation, we see that the sequence has changed. All along we have been knowing that the sequence should be the Father first, the Son second, 
a spirit a third last but in revelation the sequence changes the seven spirits of god are listed in the second place instead of the third or is it is a spirit that is mentioned third but by the time of revelation now according to the situation in revelation the spirit becomes is mentioned second and now this reveals the importance of the intensified function of the seven spirit of god in the dark situation of the degraded churches because jesus's revelation was about the degradation of the churches he mentioned seven churches and mentioned their character to reveal to us the situation by that time time is going to come whereby the churches are degrading it might be started uh, but the, when the churches are degrading the spirit of god is going to intensify his activity is going to intensify his operation to become sevenfold so that the church may be revived restored preserved so he's going to work them more that's why he becomes the sevenfold spirit of god because of the dark situation even when in your day to day life in those dark moments the spirit of god increases his operation in you that's why the bible says when sin abounds grace increases the more because the situation is dark grace intensifies when sin increases grace increases the more the same applies when we are in those dark situations the spirit of god will intensify and increase in us to see that he brings us out we keep on shining so that there is not degradation praise the name of jesus so This point is confirmed by the repeated emphasis on the spirit is speaking because when John was 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 interpreting and speaking um, the revelation he says the spirit kept on saying he who has an ear let him hear what the spirit is saying the spirit is saying the spirit is saying he went on to speak the spirit is saying from revelation chapter 2 verses uh you read verses uh 7 you read verses 7 to 11 he kept on saying uh he that has an ear let him hear what the spirit says unto the churches to him that overcomes i will give to eat of the tree of life which is in the midst of the paradise he went on to speak to speak nores could when you read throughout revelation 27 to 11 verses 17 revelation 2 verses 29 you come to revelation chapter 3 verses 6 verses 13 verses 22 uh then you come to revelation chapter 14 verses 13 and then you come to revelation chapter 22 verses 17 we see that the spirit of god is repeated and uh, is emphasized is emphasizing these scriptures are verses are emphasizing the spirit is speaking for example if i may read for you two of the last verses that is chapter 14 verses 17 uh, the bible says sorry it's chapter 14 verses 13 says that and i heard a voice from heaven saying unto me right blessed are the dead which die in the lord from henceforth yeah says the spirit 
that they may rest their labors and their works do follow them. So the Spirit is saying, yes, says the Spirit. And when you read Revelation 22 verses 17, it ends by telling us, and the Spirit and the bride say, come, and let him that hears say, come, let him that is a thirst come, and whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. So, in the last verses of the Bible, the last verses, we see that the Spirit is still emphasized in these scriptures that he was intensified to work within the church throughout its degradation. I know that such a situation has already come. The churches are degrading. Alas, it is still on fire. There are some areas and some places, and even in the church itself, whereby there is a degradation. So, in such a moment, such a situation, such a dark situation, the spirit will intensify always. Is the name of Jesus. So, at the opening of the most of the episodes, we see that they don't mention the Holy Spirit. They only mention the Father and the Son, Jesus Christ. Don't see the Spirit mentioned as the third one. Because, uh, and they say, from mentioning the Father and the Son, they say grace and peace are given to the receivers through the Father and is uh, by the Father through His Son, Jesus Christ. We don't hear the Holy Spirit. But when we come to Revelation chapter 1, and verses 4, Verses 5, Spirit is also now included. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, from whom this grace that we have been hearing and the peace they are imparted to the churches by the Spirit of God. So, the church to receive the impartation of grace, the impartation of peace, the Spirit of God must be in operation. So, this is why it is important for us to, to need to see the Spirit of God. Or God is move in the degradation of the church. The churches need the intensification of the Spirit of God to work sevenfold, just as it is, is mentioned, the seven spirits of God. Praise the name of Jesus. And once you come to such a an awareness, you begin to see that it is important for us to take this Spirit of God serious and, and uh, to Realize him in our day-to-day life. Praise the name of Jesus. Because when you go into the verses that are, I will try to go back to show you in Revelation chapter, uh, for example, chapter 2, whenever John could speak a message to a church, he could conclude by saying, whoever, he who has, has got an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying unto the churches. It means that 24-7, every day, even right now, as you are listening in, the Spirit is saying something to the church. All the time the Spirit is speaking, only that our ears are not hearing. You see, He's already speaking. It will take the grace of God and for you to be uh, in spirit, to see that your spirit captures this grace, whereby you are able to hear the Spirit is speaking. Once you come to that level whereby the Spirit speaks and you are able to hear, then you hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. See, we always know that the Spirit is only speaking to the believers, speaking to individuals, but the time comes whereby it communicates to churches, communicates to church in a corporate way. 
he who has an ear let this church hear what I'm saying. My prayer is that my church where I come from Freedom Experience Ministry, your church where you come from, we are able to hear the Spirit is speaking the church. Last he speaks inwardly within our spirits, speaking to our spirit, but we should know that he also ministers and speaks to the church. When you see, he came to the church of Smyrna, he says in verse 11, he that has an ear, after giving a message to this church of Smyrna, he says that, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. He who overcomes shall not be hurt of the second death. So what, there was a particular message the Spirit was speaking to this church that was saying, whoever overcomes shall not be hurt, shall not suffer pain of the second death. Well, as in 2.7, he was telling the church of Ephesus that whoever overcomes I will give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. So, you see that the Spirit was speaking differently within each church. When it comes to the church of Pergamum, after Jesus speaking about uh, where this church is sitting, in Satan's seat, and all the troubles that are there, and uh, he ends up by saying that, in verse 17, that, let him that has got an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. To him that overcomes will I give to eat of the hidden manna. And I will give him a white stone and in the stone a new name written which no man knoweth saving the, the one that receives it. So this was a unique message from the Spirit of God to that church. So you see that the church needs the intensification of the Spirit of God so that we might hear a specific message uh, for our churches. Praise the name of Jesus. When he comes to the church of Thyatira, he speaks a message and says, whoever's gotten here, let him hear what I'm saying, what the Spirit is saying to the church. He says that he that has gotten here, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. Praise the name of Jesus. Only this time around, the Spirit does not mention what He will give to this church. Praise the name of Jesus. Because maybe it had a lot of troubles and, uh, and a lot of negativity that even uh, repentance was a difficulty unto them because they had allowed this a woman Jezebel to enter into teach. Praise the name of Jesus. So, and the Spirit is not speaking any promise uh, unto this church. If you, if you look, you see that uh, he says that. Oh, he says, and he that overcomes and keeps my works unto the end, to him will I give power over him, over the nation. That was their promise. But he comes to say, he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. That's how he concluded with that church. The promise is before the Spirit is speaking. So what am I emphasizing? My argument is to show you that in each particular church, the Spirit is speaking something specifically for that church. My prayer is that your church, my church, we receive from the Spirit is speaking, particularly to us as a church. That's why it is not good for you to copy 
another church. Why? Because the Spirit is giving us unique messages, unique uh, promises, unique uh, visions. Praise the name of Jesus. So, when you come to Revelation chapter 3, verses uh, verses 13, verses 6, uh, we have read verses 6, but when we come to verses 13, verses 6 says that uh, verses 5, he that overcomes the same shall be clothed in white raiment and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life I will confess his name before my father, before the angels he that has an ear let him hear what the spirit says unto the churches so to each church the spirit was speaking something to each church to the church of Philadelphia he spoke something still. He says, He that overcomes, I'll make him a pillar, the temple of my God, and he shall go no more out. And I'll write upon him the name of my God, the name of the city of my God, which is the new Jerusalem, which comes down out of heaven from God, my God. And he says, And I'll write upon him in my new name. He that has the spirit, he that has an ear, let him hear what the spirit says unto the churches now you can read and read throughout to the seven churches you discover that to each church the spirit was revealing himself speaking something differently from what he spoke to the other church why because this church were in their degradation they needed a certain word from the spirit the spirit had to speak the more speak the more that means that in the end times a spirit is speaking is going to be emphasized and audible to all believers that they may not go astray that they may not be degraded praise the name of Jesus this is so special today in the church age we should expect the speaking of the spirit of God even at all time we just need an ear that hears spirit is speaking and as you keep your spirit and your ear in a, in a man sensitive to God Lord will be guiding you. The Spirit will be speaking because He is intensified, and in this function becomes the sevenfold spirits of God. The sevenfold spirit of God. They are not spirits as in many in numbers, but in the operation and in the uh, move of God on earth today, He will intensify to sevenfold spirit. Praise the name of Jesus because the situation is dark. Now, I just branched to that and I spent enough time for you to see why the Holy Spirit, the book of Revelation 145, is mentioned as the seven spirits of God. Because if I don't take time to explain to you, say, oh, maybe God has got other spirits beside the Holy Spirit. No. The Holy Spirit becomes seven spirits because of the dark situation needs to intensify his completeness because seven is a number of completion. So he needs to come to his utmost in saving, in preserving the degradation of the church. Praise the name of Jesus. And uh, with this, I would stop here on this devotion. I'm coming back next time to show you that there is more for us to learn. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, we are in this wonderful 
her teaching series concerning experiencing God's eternal plan in the New Testament. He has a desire, he has a plan, he has a purpose, and he, we have seen is now dispensed in himself into the believers, and we need to know this God, the kind of God that is coming to live with man. Is a triune God. He is God the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. But we should know that He coexists and co inheres. And I'll come back to talk more about the heresy and the errors that are made when we talk about this Trinity as the three in one God and the one God that appears in three. So I'll come back to talk in and to minister unto you in detail. You don't need to miss. Uh, the, the, the coming episodes. Praise the name of Jesus. Once again, this is Pastor Dennis Matov, all the way from Freedom Experience Ministry, Kampala, Uganda. We do love you. We want you to follow us on our website at freedomexperienceministry.org. You can support, you can donate, you can even uh, find wonderful pictures and, and teachings, audio messages. You can even access our TV, our radio even don't forget to download our application from Google Play Store. Download for search for Freedom Experience app. And the Lord shall richly bless you. Until next time, God bless you. Bye bye.